Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Bunker Buddies podcast. We talk about cryptids, conspiracies, mysteries, much, much more. My name is Blackout Brand, one of your co-hosts. I'm your other co-host, JD. And today we are going to be talking about doppelgangers. All right. So, so before we hop into that, let's introduce our BOP, our beer of podcast. Today, this was a gift that we've received. This is date uh, 48, Mango Wheat. I believe I've had this before, but I don't think it's been a feature on the podcast. I don't think so either, and I did not do my research. All right. You need to do your research on the actual... On the Mango Wheat, yeah. Okay. By the way, did you hit record on that end? Yes, it's recording on my end. Cool, perfect, awesome, great, perfect. So let's go ahead and give our beer a taste. Wow, very foamy. Mine did not foam as much. Is it because I'm an idiot and was shaking it around? Probably. And there's a possibility. It's not bad at all. Nope, 5% ABV. I've definitely had worse beers over the last 48 hours. Alone. Yeah. But you do have to appreciate the design on the can. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? The more I'm drinking, the more I'm liking it. I, I This is definitely a beer you would like. So grab your beer. Get ready. Hop in because we are going to be talking about doppelgangers. Oh, that was really quiet. Yeah, that was. You want to you want to try that again? Why is it blinking? Oh, doppelgangers, because it was doing my thing. Okay. Oh, I can't hear anything on my headset right now. There we go. That's much better. <laughs> All right. So, you want to talk about why we started thinking about doppelgangers? You want to talk about the whole reason why we thought about doing good doppelgangers? Yeah. So the reason that I wanted to pick doppelgangers, uh, mainly for this one, is because I have seen. Your doppelganger. <laughs> I've seen two of your doppelgangers. I've seen a doppelganger of you in California and a doppelganger of you in Nevada. Yep. Why? Don't know. But apparently there is multiple multitude of you out there, and they're all dating somebody I know. God forbid. I feel so bad for the world that there's more than one of me. Holy shit. Oh, and it's, it's not even like, oh, it's like the same face. It's the same face and the same clothing and the same hat. And it's everything. It's the brands that you wear <laughs> is what they are wearing. And it bugs me. So it's probably like the same personalities too for the, if like, well, I mean, one was cleaning out a, a PCU uh, hard drive. So I was all like, this is running because he's literally cleaning out his computer. And I go, this motherfucker. <laughs> it's literally just me. He yeah, did, he built just like me for real, for real, like on God, on God, like for real, on God. I hate you. Stop. <laughs> all right, all right. So that that's the biggest reason why we got into it. What's hard? What was hard doing this research for me, at least, was whenever I looked up what a doppelganger was, it was like I was expecting more of the paranormal stuff, like um, Mandela, the Mandela catalog. <sighs> Sorry, the Mandela catalog was a internet horror story that I had heard. Um, actually, a couple months back, that had to do with doppelgangers trying to take over bodies and stuff like that. It's mm -hmm. really, it's a really nice internet horror story that um, covers like it's a whole playlist of like just short stories that all interconnect like that. And I would definitely recommend giving it a watch. Uh, Wendigoon has a good breakdown of the different um, kind of how they all connect and the different theories about the story going forward and whatnot. But on top of that, there was whenever I was doing the research, I was expecting more stuff like that. But what I was getting was hey, there's a lot of people that look alike in the world and there's as many as, what was it, 70 or 60 or how many people? According to scientists, there is a total of six of you out in the world. Okay. Six so people there's that a look total exactly of seven. like you. Yeah, so a total of seven. 
mm-hmm. which I think is interesting. And so they were breaking down the science of that, which, by the way, is very, very interesting. I think it's very cool how they break down, like, yes, they look almost identical to the human eye. But if someone were to sit down and do facial measurements and stuff like that, they could they could tell that there was seven different people. But it was something cool to look at. So according to Webster's Dictionary, doppelganger is an apparition or a double of a living person. Mm-hmm. Uh, a doppelganger uh, is biologically biologically unrelated, uh, uh, unrelated lookalike, or a double of a living person. In fiction and in mythology, a doppelganger is often portrayed as a ghostly or paranormal phenomenon, and usually seen as a bad luck omen. Yes, and we'll go ahead and get into some of the stories there. And I feel like we did a decent job of organizing it from the least credible to most credible that way you kind of get an idea of okay this is kind of outlandish but the more we talk about it the more real it's going to get the more sources there are to the story yeah and i mean like and this just let you know doppelgangers have been going on through history Mm -hmm. forever uh in ancient egyptians have it north mythology has it uh it was a big it was there was a lot of them in norse mythology from what i understand correct yeah but I mean, like, we didn't get it here in the U.S. until like the mid 19th century, so it took a little bit to get a- to 1850s us. 1850s and whatnot. Now I sh- say a little bit to get to us. We weren't a thing, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I believe during um, some of the Salem witch trials, the reason why there was um, some of the Salem witch trials. Now I'm speaking out of like a third time, like hearsay sort of thing, um, as far as records that go back that far aren't reliable to begin with and i didn't actually look at the records that far back but some of these salem witch trials were held because of doppelganger incidents yeah i could see that i could see that as being a real thing all right so did you want to go ahead and introduce us to our first story of the night besides the ones of just seeing people alike on the internet okay 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 so a first story that i have for you is from reddit user uh what is that quiet voice 480, 48, 46? Yes. Is that what their username is? Yep. A very interesting username. So I actually haven't heard this story, so go All ahead right. us. So late at night, I usually go to the bathroom multiple times, but for the past four days, every time I go to leave, I can see myself still standing in the mirror from the corner of my eye. It's like the other me is watching me leave the bathroom. It terrifies me to the point where I almost ran out without looking directly at the mirror. I never told my husband about it because I didn't want to acknowledge it out loud. Earlier today, I took a nap in our bed while he sat in the chair next to it watching TV. When I woke up, he told me that he had seen me sit up and crawl backwards to the edge of the bed and stand up in front of our bedroom door. And from the corner of his eye, he thought it was weird I got up like that because I'm in the last month of my pregnancy and can't really move so well without it hurting. So he tried talking to me when I didn't answer. He looked at the the door to find me not there and still sleeping in the bed. I got really creeped out and I finally told him what about what I've been seeing in the bathroom. He thought it was really creepy as well, but didn't want to really talk about it anymore because he thinks it will give it, give whatever it is power or energy. I have no idea what it wants or why we've both seen it. So that's actually very fucking terrifying. I'm not sure if you've heard the ghost. So um, I think uh, we talked about it in the paranormal episode of the Campfire Stories. So whenever that's out, go ahead and watch that. You'll get the full story. But that go- the ghost stories that I was telling you about that me and my mom had um, experienced, it was a silent acknowledgement of it because we had both heard from whether it be uh, TV shows or um, you know grandparents or churches, if there is a demon or something dark in your house, simply acknowledging it will encourage it to keep going. 
it's asking for attention and whenever you give it attention it keeps going now i'm not sure how true that is so if i if i if i reconcile and continue to talk about the ghost that lives on our bookshelf over there do you think it'll stay so we didn't talk about this on the ghost episode but that's what it got me thinking of is we have a ghost living in our house because the other day we were all sitting on the couch and books started flying off the shelf. Not like, oh, they fell over. They were launched across like the living room. One book tore in half. It knocked over a, a bus of Abraham Lincoln. But crazy stuff, man. So if we acknowledge it, it might happen again. I'm looking directly at it, hoping it would happen. <laughs> and see, that, that's why I'm silent the whole time. Because I still have that superstition my mom gave me. If you don't talk about it, eventually it'll just chill out. No, let's talk about it constantly. Let's go on to the next story <laughs> because I will sit here and talk about the ghost that lives in our living room and why I want to make connections with it. All right. So this is another Reddit story from... It, it's like... Is that Gay, gay? Fury? It's Gay Fury. <laughs> but it's got a bunch of the um, the numbers instead of letters. All right. So when I was nine, I stayed home sick, quote unquote sick, from school. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember that I wasn't actually sick, simply playing hooky to avoid bullying. Kids are cruel. As I did that a lot around that age, I woke up from my nap, turned on the TV in our living room, and scrolled through some channels when my mother suddenly leaned over the the bar and stared at me through some... Whoa. Right. Stared at me without saying anything. I had been awake for a few minutes at this point, so I can't rightly blame sleep paralysis for all of this. Now, whatever this was, this thing was, it was entirely identical to my actual mother. It sounded weird to describe, but it is as if the only difference was that this thing pretended to be my mom, had never felt a single emotion in its life, and it was unsettling. It beckoned me, and I attempted to talk to her as I would my mother. She kept beckoning, refused to answer, and that's when... I sensed something horribly wrong. Naturally, I started screaming at this thing to answer me. It kept beckoning, beckoning. I bolted, running out of the room and into the yard, yelling for help. My mother, the real one, had been working in the yard and came rushing over. I told her what I've seen, and she soothed me with ease, ex uh, with easy explanations that it must have been a fever dream, but thankfully stayed by my side the rest of the afternoon as I was a nervous wreck. So I had actually heard that story before. I thought I didn't, but I had. Um, what was crazy is, um, I think she, I think you mentioned this. Um, the reason why she was so suspicious is because she had had a dream about a doppelganger mother luring her into a room that didn't exist in her house, like so that it was a dream, and her mom, what was pretending to be her mom, didn't talk had emotionless expression, invited her into a doorway that didn't exist in the house, and it was a fully gray room, and she remembers seeing a black mass skin her alive. Weird. And so, obviously, whenever she sees something that is eerily similar to her dream in real life, she's gonna bolt and scream for mom, and I don't blame her. Yeah, that's fucking horrifying. So why... What I find interesting about this is she uses the word beckoning, mm -hmm. which to me, beckoning is a verbal thing, but I guess, really? yeah. When you say I beckoned you, I, I called assume, for you. I, I called for you. This to me isn't beckoning. This is, I am waving you over. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't like I, I've assumed beckoning can be either verbal or nonverbal. So whenever they said silently beckoning, that's kind of the idea I got was I'd be like I would have used the term waving me over, commanding me over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it's such weird verbiage to me. And I, and the reason that I also kind of lean towards this as well as because they said they were nine. Mm-hmm. And from my experience from studying the supernatural There's is lots that of kids children yeah. are very welcoming of spirits. Yes. And the third kind. They're not nearly as suspicious or skeptical skeptical of it. Yeah. So they're more like absorbing of it. So mm. I think that's really interesting. It could, it, like we said, um, we are going from least to most credible. So for all we know, it could have been an actual fever dream. Yeah. But I find that more unlikely, but I don't really know what it is. There's no real way to explain it, in my opinion. It is very s- spooky, scary. I agree. You want to take this next story? Yeah, I've got you. So, Joanne Wolfgang von Goethe, correct? Is that how I would pronounce sure. it? Sure. All right. He was a famous German writer, poet, and politician, a celebrated author who played a large part in shaping the field of literature in his time. His words were, wild- were widely read and respected. One day, depressed... He was right. He was riding on a footpath after leaving a girl named Fred, F- Frederick, Frederica, Frederica. Suddenly, German, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, he faced a mysterious person riding towards him. The person who Goeth said he saw with a mind's eye instead of his actual eye. He w- was clearly Goeth himself, although he was wearing different clothes. The figure soon disappeared, and Goeth, who found its appearance strangely soothing, soon forgot all about it. Eight years later, he found himself riding down the same footpath in the opposite direction to see her again. That was when he realized he was wearing the exact same clothes his doppelganger wore years ago. It was not the only doppelganger Goeth saw. Another time he saw his friend walking on the street wearing Goeth's own dressing gown. Puzzled, Goeth went home, only to find Frederick there, wearing the same gown Goeth had seen on the apparition. His friend had been surprised, the, surprised by the rain and borrowed his gown as his clothes dried. So, I like this one. And the reason I like this one is because it brings up a great theory that a lot of Mm. people have about doppelgangers. Is that a doppelganger is a ripple in the timeline. Yeah. So, basically, it is you from a different point in time. Mm -hmm. So, I think this is very interesting. I, I really like the fact that, like, he recognized that he was wearing the clothes that he saw his apparition wearing. Yeah. Going in that direction. So I was like, that's really interesting. So I wonder if, you know, how he he said he saw it with his mind's eye, meaning he didn't, like, necessarily physically see it at first. He felt it that it was him first. Yeah. So I wonder if the reason why he put those two dots together is because he felt it again and then realized what he was wearing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's actually, like, a really, really interesting story. And I do um, think that it points to a not just paranormal sort of. I guess time travel in ways like that is still technically paranormal, correct? Yeah, I would say. But not so like spooky spirit demon kind of paranormal, more like time paranormal, which I think is a nice little nod there. Now, would you like to talk about that was our first um historical figure. We have two more historical figures with I'll, um, I'll, let, you, I'll let you do these last two cuz okay. I know that this is what you're really excited about. So Abraham Lincoln, um he was known as Honest Abe as we know and he was very open about his interest in the paranormal. He I think he had several books on paranormal, is that correct? Yeah. Or at least stories that he told. So um according to the man himself, he also experienced some paranormal activity re- related to doppelgangers. 
On the night of his first election, he took a moment to rest on his couch one evening. While lying there, he happened to glance in a mirror and saw his own um, visage, his own kind of ghostly face. He had two faces there. So the second Lincoln, there was one that was perfectly normal, and the second Lincoln was pale and ghostly. It was looking at him from the mirror right next to his own face. So he got up from the couch, and the doppelganger disappeared. He sat back down, and it reappeared. So it kind of seems like, you know, maybe there's just some kind of illusion going on. I'm not sure how yeah, how that could happen, but you know what? It is what it is. What was crazy is what him and, and him and Mary um, openly discussed about what it was. So Lincoln was startled, but his wife Mary was downright terrified. She was convinced and told everyone so that the doppelganger was bad news, a certain sign that Lincoln would be reelected on his second term, but because um, he... Because the second one was a ghostly apparition rather than a more healthy version that he wouldn't be alive for the full of the second term. As we as we know, um, that was in fact the case. Um, Lincoln went on to repeat the couch experiment every once in a while. And he rarely did catch a glimpse, but one other time he saw that. But he never saw it aside from that one random occurrence. Maybe it delivered its message and Lincoln um, felt like he had no time to waste. But we'll never quite know exactly what happened there. Interesting. I, I like that, especially because we know that Lincoln was very interested in the paranormal. Mm -hmm. He was also very, um, not only him, but Mary herself was very mm -hmm. open open to, yes. to that third world, to that kind of like weird paranormal stuff. And, and she kind of goes into that after losing their first son. Yeah. So... I think this is very interesting, and it's really cool to see that a president was like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I forgot. We have two other historical figures. We have Catherine II and Elizabeth I. Okay. So did you want to take either no. of these? Okay. So Catherine II, most famously known as Catherine the Great, was Russia's longest-standing female ruler. She re reigned from 1762 until her death in 1796. Catherine the Great became Russia's empress when her husband, Peter III, of the Romanov family, was assassinated. In 1796, Catherine was woken up by one of her shocked servants, who claimed that they had just seen her sitting on the throne room. All of the all of the um, servants there were could have sworn they saw her come out of a room that she wasn't in and sit on the throne, so they went to go wake her up. Puzzled, um, Catherine got out of bed and decided to see for herself what the commotion was when she entered the throne room she saw an exact replica of herself sitting on the throne her doppelganger seemed very tranquil in demeanor nevertheless catherine ordered her sentries to shoot the apparition as she did not comply with the orders to get out of the throne no information could be found on whether or not the doppelganger vanished after being shot at or if it there's no concrete hearsay it's all hearsay based on what happened some say she just vanished some say that she stayed there and then walked away mm -hmm. there's no real but the most common one is that they just vanished basically like smoke but um very very shortly after i believe within a yes a few weeks of this incident she did die of a stroke that that's weird mm -hmm. and that was definitely one where there was lots of commotion everybody was freaking out because there was a doppelganger sitting on the throne there was now granted this is back in the late 1700s you know so there's not a whole lot of how much of that documentation was real? How much of it was a story that someone wrote that everyone kind of just assumed was firsthand news? We'll never really know for certain. 
but it does seem very plausible compared to other stories. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And now right. we have Elizabeth the first. Oh no, we also have Emily Sag. You have quite a bit of stories left. Yeah, we do. Holy crap! All right, I forgot how many stories we had. Let's go to Elizabeth the first then. All right, Elizabeth the first was also known as a Virgin Queen. She was the daughter of the infamous Queen Henry the Queen Henry King Henry the Eighth and his second wife Anne Boleyn. Yeah, Anne Boleyn. In fifteen. 15- 58, Elizabeth succeeded her half-sister, Queen Mary I, where she spent 44 years on the throne. Queen Elizabeth I is best known for establishing English Protestant Church, which would later evolve into the Church of England. Though expected to marry and produce an heir, Queen Elizabeth remained celibate, and a cult following grew around her as a result. She was the last Tudor to rule England. It is reported that Queen Elizabeth I told her advisors that she had come home that she had come upon her doppelganger laying in the queen's bed. Her replica was described as motionless, pale, and wan. The virgin queen was frightened of this apparition, taking it as a bad omen. Shortly thereafter, the queen fell into a fit of illness and melancholy on March of 1603 and died on the 24th of that month in that very bed. That's so weird. That is fucking creepy. So these royalties are basically seen apparitions of themselves shortly before their death. And in this case, it was... Of her death. So that kind of leans more into the timeline paranormal rather than spiritual paranormal. Yeah. So also, what do you make of that one where the, where she sat on the throne? I don't know. Because that one doesn't seem necessarily... Like, it could have been a timeline one because how many times do, does did she go to sit on the throne? It could have just been a blending of the timeline or whatever you would call that. Yeah. I don't really know. I have no idea. No theories. I, on. No, no. <laughs> you keep looking at me for answers, and I don't have anything for you. These are your stories. The, the, that's probably why I like doppelganger so much, is because there just really is no, there's no answer for it. Yeah, especially for this next one where there's so many witnesses. So, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Um, Emily. I'm just gonna call her Emily. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce her last name. Sage. Seiji. Amelia. Amelia Sage. Amelia? I don't see any A there. I'm going to say... I mean, it could be Emily. I don't know. She spelt it wrong. <laughs> She's the one who doesn't know how to spell. Exactly. Um, she was actually one of the fascinating reports of doppelgangers. Um, she, because she had been fired from 18 jobs by this point, because of her doppelganger creeping the kids out, as well as um, just ca- causing mayhem, just seeing two of this person. Um she was an Amer- she was a teacher in America, I believe, correct? One of the fascinating no. reports about her doppelgangers um, was written down by Robert Dale Owen, who recounts the tale of the 32... 32- no, it was French. Yes. I-, I was trying to correct you, but I was like, just read. <laughs> Sorry. The ter- 32-year-old French woman named Emily Sage, and she was a teacher at Pensionnat von Neuwekel. That's French. I am not French. French. I am very... I have not even tried to learn French, so... It's pronounced I surrender. (laughs) Listen, 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 listen. Listen, Linda, listen! As much as I love giving the French shit, they did help us out in the Revolutionary War, so I'm not gonna give them too much Who started Vietnam? Good point, good point, good point. (laughs) Anyways... So the most her most famous story because she has several stories about different doppelgangers getting her fired from eighteen different jobs. She was a teacher 
and an exclusive girls' school near Walmart in what is now Lat Latvia. One day in 1845, while she was writing on the blackboard, her exact double appeared beside her. The doppelganger precisely copied the teacher's every move as she wrote, except that it did not hold any chalk. Thirteen students in the classroom witnessed the event. During the next year, I'm not sure if this is at another school. I don't think she was fired for this specific event. But during the next year, um, Sage's doppelganger was seen several times. The most astonishing instance of this took place in full view of the entire body of 42 students on a summer day in 1846. As they sat down on the long tables working, um, the I believe it was an art teacher, um, one of the teachers left the classroom and left them alone in there for a short amount of time. Um, they could see Sage in the school's garden gathering flowers. Uh, headmistress, to talk to the headmistress. Sage's doppelganger appeared in the chair while the real Sage could be seen in the garden um, picking up flowers. Now, there was other reports I read about this saying that while she was picking flowers, they could see her lose energy and become more lethargic as the um, doppelganger appeared in the chair in front of their class. Two girls approached the phantom and tried to touch it, but it felt it had some resistance. They said it felt like they were pushing their hands through cobwebs. The image then slowly vanished. When asked about this, Amelia herself was at a loss. She'd never seen this twin of hers who was ruining her life and thus had no control over it. Either because of this ethereal entity, because of this ethereal entity, she had been asked to leave all previous jobs. Even this job of hers seemed to be in jeopardy because two Emils at once was naturally freaking people out. Many parents had started taking the children out of the institution and reluctantly the principal had to let Amelia go despite her diligent nature and capabilities as a teacher. So I want to say is you as a parent suck. This woman's trying to make a living and you're like, my kid's scared. I don't give a shit. <laughs> she, what happened to the good old days? You just beat kids with a rule. <laughs> all I'm saying is listen, don't I'm trust your kids. Cause these days in my head, in my head, this story is some kids made a joke. The joke turned into a rumor. Other kids passed it on and kept getting this teacher fired because it was... From 18 different schools, though? Yeah. You, th you think it carried yes. on from 18 to 19 schools? Yes. Look at me. Yes. Because kids suck. He does have a point, but do they suck that bad? Kids suck that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely... Like, all these doppelganger stories, there's... It's only eyewitness testimony, obviously. There's not a whole lot of reports. And even the reports are just of eyewitness testimony. But it is really disturbing to think about how often something like this happens. Do you think the schools that fired her at least gave her like a like a reference? Because I mean, from all reports that I've seen of this, she, she was, was like a, a great decent teacher. teacher. Yeah. yeah, everybody loved her. It was just that the kids were fucking terrified. First day on my job, bitches. First day on the job, I'd be like, "Listen, kids, I have a ghostly apparition following me. If you say shit about it or recognize that at all." I'll have it We're you. throwing hands. <laughs> no, I'll Me and my doppelganger, you'll get hit twice. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You can you can be scared of my doppelganger. It doesn't hurt anybody. Unless you tell on me. Then it will haunt you for the rest of your fucking life. I mean, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely one way to fucking take care of the situation. Make sure you never lose your job. Yep. Just start hitting kids. That's the solution. Take anything away from this episode. Hit your kids. <laughs> Don't beat your kids. That's how you make sociopaths and serial killers. Speaking of which. Uh, why? Why? We don't know anything about that yet. Let's not bring it up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just kind of an allusion to the future. That's all. That's all. That's all. 
so we plan on publishing this um and then the episode we're gonna be recording right after this at the roughly the same time we'll talk about that when this episode's over okay well i was hoping to kind of give them a little no 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 all right keep an eye out that's all I got to say on It that. might already be out. I honestly think it might be out before this episode. So we'll find out. Okay. <laughs> um, so what is your takeaway from Doppelgangers and what do you feel their believability is as a whole? I think Doppelgangers are real. Okay. I do In not. In what sense? I'm getting there. Okay. I believe, the doppel- doppel- eh. I believe the Doppelgangers are real. And I think they're more in the sense of. A scientific explanation of there are multiple of you in the world. I I don't think there is a miracle that you are one of a kind. I honestly think you know. Um, I think that is beyond crazy to me. I think there is the possibility with the limited atoms in the world, the limited chemicals that we have in the limited limited um building blocks of life i think it is possible to have multitudes of you even if they are in your lifetime so what if i told you that that those people that i was telling you about that can um sit down with pictures of people and tell them apart even if everyone else is like what if i told you they they have proven mathematically that your face is as unique as a fingerprint. Fingerprints aren't that unique though. And we've yeah, proven that we've proven how like irrelevant fingerprints can be. That is not true as the chances of two people having the same fingerprint in the same lifetime are like one in like three trillion. Yeah, there's plenty of people. There's not three trillion people. There's the plenty of people. There's not three trillion people. We don't know that. There's plenty of people. <laughs> plenty of people. I don't think fingerprints are that unique. I want to see you argue that in a court of law whenever you're held for robbery. I, I, <laughs> 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 I mean, uh, we have fingerprints. So? I got fingerprints too. Well, they're yours. I don't know how that's relevant. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if you, like, break down mathematically, but I mean, like, I'm not talking, like, the angles of your nose or anything, oh, okay, but, okay. like... Some, if like, you look like someone else, you look okay. like you, a doppelganger. I'm going to bring up one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay. How I Met Your Mother. All right. And all I'm going to say is they have, they all have doppelgangers, and I believe this is true, and it is like slight variations of yourself. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like they have like, D- does it like if you've ever watched How I Met Your Mother, Ted has like a luchador Ted that goes out. Barney's doppelganger is uh, Lily's. Uh, gynecologist or I don't know if it's her gynecologist I just know that she goes in there to get tested to make sure that she's still able to have children and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's Barney with a beard and that's really funny Um, Marshall I think sells like um, insurance or is like an attorney of law (laughs) but in Spanish so it's like a Spanish version of Marshall and then Lily has a stripper, stripper doppelganger you know what I think is actually fucking amazing is like it almost has the uncanny valley effect too. So like in real life, whenever the people that were like being confused with each other online, mm-hmm. it's it's the people that knew them were like, that looks almost like her. Something is off though. Something just something is off. It's like that uncanny valley effect where it's almost 
almost human, but not quite. And you can't yeah. tell quite. Why. Well, I also would not roll out like a, like almost like a warp in time. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely think that is a possibility. I've never seen my own doppelganger. Mm-hmm. I've been told that I look like certain other people. You know what's crazy in all of these stories? The only person, the only people that saw their own doppelganger were the ones that had like some kind of time warp effect. So most of the people that talk about ghostly apparitions. No. Which one? Abraham Lincoln saw his own apparition. That was that could have been considered like a time warp kind of thing. Would you consider that a time warp kind of thing, or would you consider that an omen? You know, that's a good point. So there's th- so because our because even with uh, what's her face Catherine who saw herself in the chair, would those be time warps, or would those be more of omens. warning omens? Because technically. Yeah, she gets up and down, so you can argue that, yeah, it's a ripple in the timeline, so she's always on the throne. But with Abraham Lincoln, it was when he was sitting down, and there's him, and then a pale version of him. Okay. So that, to me, seems more like a warning omen. Um, who else had something similar? Uh, oh, that was the Queen Elizabeth I, who Queen saw Elizabeth herself dying in the bed. Yeah. So, again, like, those, I, I would argue, maybe not. Okay, so I was wrong on that. Maybe yeah. not timelines, but definitely what's-his-face who went riding on horseback through the yeah. passage. That that I'm like, okay, timeline ripple effect. I think that's very interesting. I believe that. that I, I, think, mean, I think omens are real. I don't necessarily think that all omens are doppelgangers, but mm-hmm. in some instances, I could see how that, that can come to be. Yep. Um, and so I'm going to go kind of like doppelgangers being omens. Eh. I, I, I can't, I'm going to put that on, like, a very, 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 very rare occurrence of that being real. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, paranormal doppelgangers, I'm going to say, is probably even lower. You know, I, I like the, I like internet horror stories about them. I think it's a really cool theory. I think it's a really cool, like, horror instrument. I don't think it's very realistic as far as, like, spirits and ghosts are concerned. Um but I do think the more common one of, like, time warps are still mm-hmm. even less so. Now, Grant, we don't know. Like, yeah, we kind of know about how time works. But there's still a lot. It's Physics. Like, it's almost like two universes are, like, colliding. Mm-hmm. Which I believe is a possibility. But I also believe a lot of science and where people like Stephen Hawking... Um, and, and other Neil top names, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, big name scientists will say that if two parallel universes were to collide, it would almost be like a, a black hole effect mm-hmm. where it would basically be two atoms hitting. It would, it, it would be an explosion. Yeah. It wouldn't be something that either universe would survive. Yeah. At least not in the same shape. And so it's, like I said, we don't know. I'm going to say it's pretty low on the plausibility scale. And I think, um, like what you said of people looking similar is way more common especially now that we have access to every like anybody i could connect with somebody in freaking france if i knew their if i knew their language very easily from my own couch so the fact that you have that many pictures of everybody going around the internet the chances of you seeing doppelgangers like what you saw of me is extremely likely compared to yeah i just thought i thought it was weird because it all happened in one day Mm -hmm. from like two different people it was all on snapchat that i got sent People sent me Snapchats of their significant others, and I was just like, this looks like my roommate. I was like, whoa. Are you done with yours? No. Okay. Don't touch mine. Got it. I'm going to touch it. Did I spill some? 
No, you just shot someone in the back of my mouth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're the worst. I know. I'm not the worst. I'm Brandon. All right, and that's the show. <laughs> All right, Brandon's not living after this one. Um, all right, so is there anything else you want to bring up or any other um, – anything else you want to bring to our – For Doppelgangers, I have nothing more to add. I think this is just a fun little episode to talk about Doppelgangers. Let us know what you guys think. You can hit us up on our Instagram, our YouTube, or if you really want to, I encourage you to do it. We have an email, thebunkerbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Go and do it. Hit us up. Uh, we're going to be doing more stuff on YouTube hopefully soon as as well as probably some stuff on Twitch. So I believe, go and follow Blackout Brandon on Twitch TV. I believe it is going to be more likely that we are going to stream live on YouTube so everybody can come watch us live on YouTube. And then we will re-upload it with um, the edits at the beginning and end. I think it'll be awesome. And, and again, follow us on Spotify. Give us a, a like, rate our podcast because it does help so much. So much. So I want to thank you all for following us on this journey. I wish you a happy New Year's as we enter 2023. Hell yeah. And as always, stay locked, stay loaded. We'll see you on the next one. Adios.